0: We're gonna see Packers. It is seven forty-two at 95.3 WBEV. Our Packers guy, Jason Wildey, from Wildey and Tosh on fourteen thirty ESPN Beaver Dam and ESPN Wisconsin nine till noon every day. Brought to you by Columbus Family Dental and also the Bayside Supper Club Thursday nights. Hopefully, got out there last night from five thirty to eight from five till eight thirty. Have their famous chicken rib and combo, uh, the a 10 ounce prime rib, uh, or the Thursday shrimp special, as well as their full regular menu. Fridays, all you can eat chicken and fish seafood buffet from 4:30 until 9. Saturday is the prime rib shrimp seafood buffet uh, from 5 till 8:30, and Sunday brunches every Sunday. From 10.30 until 1.30, book your weddings, anniversaries, company events, retirement parties, Christmas parties at the Bayside. As we bring in a Jason Wilde right now. Jason, it seems like it's been forever since the Packers have played. Right. Uh, uh, that's true.
1: We need to have, have a conversation about my walk-up music.
0: Yeah? What do you want? What is that? Hey, it's something from the 80s. I told you, tell me a theme song you want. I'm a big theme song guy with everybody we have on uh, on our show. You just got to give me one. Yeah, but in
1: in past years, you've like you've kind of played like DJ Jazzy Jeff, oh. and you've played different songs each
0: week. Yeah,
1: now it's this. It's on LA well, Green <laughs> Bay. I, you know what about uh, Taylor Swift's wildly popular song "Welcome to Beaver Dam"?
0: That is a re- that is a really great <laughs> tune. You know, and she actually perform is performing it at Tahoe Park. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually have mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. until the Dodge County Fair Jason announces uh, officially uh, who is playing next summer. Here's what it is. The country act is Garth Brooks and the pop act is Taylor Swift. And I'm not going to I'm not going to change that until we actually wow. hear what's official there. So that's that's we can continue wow. to talk about that, right?
1: Who's the throwback band? Queen. Th- it's
0: Queen, yes. Queen. That's <laughs> really throwing it back. Sherry, how are you doing? today? Uh, you have some questions for Jason?
1: I have one question. Um, should I focus on laundry and grocery shopping on Monday night, or should I tune into the Packers game? <laughs> wow, it's funny. I'm right now. I'm emptying uh, laundry hampers throughout my house. Uh, I'm a big laundry guy, so anytime, Sherry, you're doing laundry, I'm a supporter of that. My corollary question would be. Have you and Lenny reached the point in your relationship where you're doing his laundry?
0: No. How much laundry of Lenny's is at your house? That's another uh, good question.
1: He has a drawer. Wow. Oh, oh, that's, that's a, big
0: a move. commitment.
1: That is a commitment. He a has a small. drawer and his what? toothbrushes
0: what? at my place. Oh, oh my goodness. Toothbrushes? Wow. <laughs>
1: Shut up, Wade. Come on. <laughs> no, there's no denying that this is a level of commitment that uh, signifies a very meaningful relationship with a bright future. Hey, there's you... just no no denying it.
0: Yes. Are you that, ordained that's true. Jason? Do you want to perform the nuptials?
1: I'll say this. I will get ordained in order to perform them if uh, if Sherry wants you know, I'm I'm a pretty good orator. Yeah. I can give a good homily. I'm yeah. gonna hold you to that. <sighs> Okay, awesome. You free around Dodge <laughs> County Fair next year?
0: Uh, if Garth Brooks is coming. <laughs> the Wednesday night is going to be Sherry and Larry's wedding. <laughs> On the main stage. <laughs> Sounds great. I love that well,
1: idea. That's, and we could get, like, Fox Brothers, Piggly Wiggly to cater it, right? Yeah. You we love them over there. I do have a request for them, by the way, and I'm going to segue off of this just to help Sherry, because I know I'm embarrassing her now. But I am. I I would be happy to perform the ceremony. Um, we need to get, and and I know Fox Brothers is great, and you guys love them over there. So do I. I try to stop every time I come into Beaver Dam on my way down from Green Bay. But there was a Piggly Wiggly in, uh, I want to say Kaukana that had fruit pizza. Have you ever had fruit pizza? Yes, fruit yeah. pizza's delicious. Oh, so good. And so. I, I have made it my quest. So, when I, was, when I was a youth, it was the one dessert that I made, and always in my mind made me feel like, hey, I'm eating fruit, right? <laughs> so it's like a cookie base, and then you got kind of a cream cheese style frosting, and then you've got fresh fruit on top. And the, and the Piggly Wiggly that was, I think it was in Caucana, we stopped after one of Sid's soccer games, and they had fruit pizzas. And so now every time I go to a Piggly Wiggly or I'm driving by a Piggly Wiggly, I've been going in searching for these fruit pizzas. And apparently, I don't know if it was only the crew at the deli at this store that I went to, but we don't have them at the Piggly Wiggly's we have up here. Fox Brothers doesn't have them. This is my new quest. So can you put me in touch with the Fox Brothers?
0: We'll talk to Brian. Of course. We'll talk to Brian as we we talk to Jason.
1: Go ahead. I'd be happy. I'd be happy to make them. Well, no, I don't
0: have any. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, go ahead. We're talking with Jason Wilde, our Packers guy, Wilde and Tausch, Nine Del Noon on fourteen thirty ESPN Beaver Dam, presented by Columbus Family Dental and the Bayside Supper Club. You know, Sherry's got love in the air for the second straight week. A primetime game with Jordan Love. Uh, when you watch film, have you seen progressions? I know because you've been looking at Jordan Love all season. You've been the voice of reason all off season, saying we have to wait and see. Uh, When you looked at film here, these extra days, what is your impressions of J-Love coming into this game on Monday night?
1: Yeah, look, and and maybe this is uh, an unpopular opinion, maybe this is me uh, overstating it for a game that they lost, but I personally believe that his biggest growth came in that game against the Lions. It was the best opponent they played, and he got He got smacked around now. Like, that offensive line did not protect him effectively at all, and he just kept coming back for more, fought back. They were down 27-3. to He let a comeback. Like, I thought that it was his biggest step forward. Not that the other games weren't steps forward, right? I mean, the rally against uh, the Saints was a huge step forward. There's no doubt about that. Uh, the lessons to be learned from blowing a twelve point lead in the fourth quarter in atlanta there's value in that, but I just really felt like this was you know kind of i don't want to call it a breakthrough moment because it's hard to do that in a game that you didn't win, but I just thought it was so vital for his development to answer the bell like that uh he's there's nobody that can question his toughness right like uh, you can question his intelligence in terms of uh, putting himself at risk, and he and I go back and forth about that because he's a really smart guy. But he's got to realize that he's putting himself in harm's way a little too often uh, with his refusal to slide. And then he did. I'll give him this, and I said this to him. You know, hey, against the against Detroit, you did try to slide. But how can someone as athletic as you uh, not slide better? Like he didn't really. I guess I don't know if he didn't play baseball or what, but his sliding does sti- still needs. To improve, but I just, I just think he's, you know, you're right. I tried to be the voice of reason and, and try to be balanced in this and not get carried away with good or bad. And he is, without a doubt, further along after four games than I thought he was going to be. I thought he would play like this, the good moments that we've seen. I just thought it would come later in the season, and so I, I think he deserves a ton of credit. But there's Without a doubt, lots and lots and lots of improvements still to go, and I think it kind of starts with him getting his completion percentage up and continuing to become more accurate as a thrower.
0: Who was the QB that got caught on tape, the young QB a couple years ago that got caught, you know, he was getting hammered. Uh, he said he actually said, and it kind of was a bad Like said he got caught seeing goats. Where Jordan Love, he seems like he is just comfortable in the pocket no matter what, what's, what's coming his way.
1: Yeah, I thought there was one play, Wade, where I think he might have had that happen. Uh, against Detroit, like I think he felt pressure that wasn't necessarily there. But you're right that that's one of the things that impressed me about him in that game because Detroit got after him, snap after snap after snap, and I, I just I just love the fact that he he really didn't he did not quote unquote see ghosts. There was one play where he felt pressure that it turned out wasn't there yet. But other than that, I, I thought he. Again, that's not easy to do, especially in the moment. Like, maybe you can recover uh, the following week, but when you, I mean, I think the first seven dropbacks, he was either sacked or pressured on five of them. Like, it was it was a jailbreak, and they were really, they could not, and that offensive line group obviously has a, a myriad of issues between injuries and the quality of play they've gotten from some of their backups. And he just kept coming back for more. He didn't get flustered. He wasn't saying like you just said that kind of stuff on the sideline. And I, I just think that that bodes well for folks that, you know, want to see him succeed, but also maybe needed to be reminded how hard this is and how hard that job is and how it's a process. Now, Jason, you kind of touched on something with his completions and uh, his accuracy, and I think I feel like some of that is probably communication because we see a lot of instances where. You know those mm-hmm. receivers are not where he thinks they should be or not where they're supposed to be, but what worries me more is our rushing stats this year seem to be garbage compared to our opponents uh they are uh there's you know there's there was a lot of conversation after that game. I think I'm sure you guys heard it about the Packers being soft, right, and the the lions mm-hmm. are so much tougher than them. Well, you know how you get that perception? if you can't run the ball and you can't stop the run, because those are the two things that are based on physicality more than anything else. And that those criticisms are undeniably deserved because they couldn't stop the run to save their life. And they really did a poor job of running the football. And now, I mean, they're like 30th in the league uh, in rushing offense. And they're like 29th in the league in rushing defense. Like, that's how you get that kind of a reputation is by not being able to do either of those things. Now they're going to have Aaron Jones. It doesn't sound like he has to be on a limited snap count this week. So that will help. But yeah, they're you know, when you take Elton Jenkins off the field and I think Elton Jenkins is one of their tough guys, like nobody's saying Elton Jenkins is soft. You know, I, I tell this story all the time, but Sydney and Maddie and I went to the Mall of America for one of the road games that I covered in Minneapolis, and yeah, I think it was 19, I think it was Elton's rookie year, because Sydney was pretty little still, and we went into the Nike store, and I ran into him, and, you know, he's a rookie. I haven't really gotten to know him at that point, point. Haven't been on Wildean's house, which is really a rite of passage for every great player, um, and... I introduced him to Sid, and Sid still talks about how mammoth his hand was when he shook her hand. Uh, and what is interesting about that, that's not meant to be a humble brag on Sid's behalf, here's what's interesting. He still asks about her, okay? So he said, hey, how's, your, how's, how's Sid? How's your daughter? Um, that's the kind of nice guy he is. But he has a switch on the field. I mean, remember when he got into that fight with, Aaron Donald during the playoff game a few years ago, whereas mm-hmm. they were playing the Rams at home. may may not have been a playoff game. He is one of the guys that brings them their toughness, and he has not been out there for the last two weeks. He's going to be out there, it appears, this week, but again, I think they're going to run the ball better. I think they're going to protect better if they have him on the field. The problem is is that now they might not have John Runyon. Uh, and they still, you know, I, I don't want to say this because he's a nice guy, but you know They still haven't figured out how to get Josh Myers to be effective at center. So those are some of the problems that they have. But, Ninja, you're right. Their inability to run the football is also a factor because the whole idea of how Jordan Love was going to succeed this year was going to be he's going to have a run game to support him and he's going to have a really good offensive line. And now they're without Bakhtiari. They've played without Jenkins. They just have not been that good up front.
0: Jason, did you have Devonte on the conference call this week?
1: So, you're showing your age.
0: Okay, they don't have that uh, anymore?
1: They, they did away with those, oh. much to my chagrin, because I, really, I always liked those. I thought that those were productive. He did talk in Vegas yesterday, and he confirmed something that, as as you guys know, I've been saying since he left, which is, had the Packers just paid him before the 2021 season, he never would have been traded. And I was just complaining about this uh, on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy with Gabe Neitzel and Eric Name today. One thing I hate is when a team or a player creates a fake, false narrative and it takes hold. And there are so many Packers fans who, when you talk about Devontae, they say, well, he didn't want to be here. He didn't want to be here. And the Packers created this narrative of, you know, out of the goodness of our hearts, we traded him to the team he wanted to play for And it's one of those kind of half-truths that, yes, at the very end, when he was actually traded, he didn't want to be here anymore. But he very much wanted to be here before that 2021 season. And he said yesterday to the reporters in Vegas that had had they offered him the deal that they offered him on the way out the door before they traded him, had they offered him that when it was before the 2021 season, which, oh, by the way, he set franchise records in 21 for receiving yards and receptions. Had they made that exact same offer, he'd still be here. So this idea that he didn't want to be here anymore, yeah, eventually, because they pissed him off. But to to suggest that you were the nice guys and traded him away at his behest is just a lie.
0: Jason, what's going to happen on Monday Night Football? See, you know you don't travel a lot anymore. But a trip to Vegas would have been so bad on the company. Would it have been? So, I, have you been? To, have you? Have you three been to Vegas? I have lived been, there for five yeah, years. I heard it's kind of a mess right now. I but, have not. Yeah, Justin used to work at Caesar's Palace. Used to run the floor. So there's a lot of stories there. What? Oh yeah. Hotel operations manager, because operations manager for five years. What are, all right, I don't know how you
1: go from Las Vegas, Nevada to Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, but I can't wait to hear more. And, <laughs> you know, doing the news we'll as opposed to being a pit boss. But, <laughs> um, I'm, I, Vegas is not really my kind of town. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Cirque du Soleil, uh, I love good music, and I, uh, I love to eat. So there are aspects to Vegas that I really enjoy, and I like bright, twinkly, shiny lights. (laughs) You do both. But but I don't gamble. um, uh, I I don't drink. um, And my favorite thing, I think Paula and I went to Vegas once, and I went there one other time uh, with somebody else. And my favorite thing to do, though, is to walk down the Strip and collect those uh, <laughs> trading cards that they have, like for Pol- like Pokemon. Yeah, that uh, yeah, I've got them right next to my Robin Yount rookie card. There you go. <laughs> so I the, don't know what the value is, uh, but the, there's some phone numbers that I need to start calling so on occasion. There's what's, some real
0: stars there too. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's going to happen on Monday Night Football?
1: Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I want to be able to say that the Raiders are terrible. And there's going to be 70% Packers fans there, and the Packers are going to win. But, I don't know, did you guys turn on Amazon Prime last night? Yeah. Like, I, you know, the I don't think the... I don't think the commanders are terrible. They're playing at home. And the Bears, who are terrible, uh, put it on them pretty good. Uh, and I know they rallied, kind of like the Packers rallied against the Lions. But uh, I think the Packers are going to win, but... Uh, Any given Monday night, I guess, uh, or Thursday night or Sunday afternoon, uh, anything can happen. So the one thing I would say was watching D.J. Moore take over that game yesterday or last night, that uh, Devontae Adams is really good, even if he's got Jimmy G throwing it to him. And I would say watch out, because if a guy like that can have a game like D.J. Moore had last night, uh, even if you're the better team, uh, there's a good chance you're going to end up losing.
0: All right, Jason Wildey, about an hour away from Wildey and Tausch on fourteen thirty ESPN Beaver Dam. Uh, appreciate you giving us some time, and I guess we'll we'll talk next week. Have a great show today.
1: All right, I can't wait. Next week we have got to talk more about Ninja's uh, Vegas life. I, <laughs> I, I I I am. Super fascinating. I need to hear more about that. Yeah, there's I'll, a few so stories, bring all your best stories
0: Yeah. No money talk. The best ones don't all make it to the air. All
1: Vegas all the time. Yeah, Jason. All Vegas all no, the Jason, time. No, Jason,
0: we can literally talk three hours with Ninja on his Vegas experience because it's unbelievable. From bathrooms, from rooms without bathroom doors for people they don't like to uh uh ways to uh get people into certain places to interactions with celebrities. It's it's unbelievable. Oh all
1: right. I, I look forward. To it. I think I should get one story a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you later.
1: All right, guys, take care. Be good,
0: uh, Jason Wildy Brought to you by Columbus Family Dental and the Bayside Supper Club. Here again, Wildy and show over on fourteen thirty ESPN Beaver Dam every single Monday through Friday there from nine until noon. That is the premier place to get Packers news every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then now with the addition of Homer on from 5 till 6 the homer show at night over on 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam is unbelievable as well. Yeah. Jason's on there, Rob Damoski. Brian Bulaga, the former Packers on uh regularly on a weekly basis unbelievable Packer talk.
1: Yeah, it's a good show. I've, I've tuned in several times and uh so I want to hear what this Homer hype was
0: all about. And boys were good. Homer's awesome. And KBN, uh, Kyle Bruston Nortman is awesome from two until five over mm-hmm. there. So if you want to talk sports, talk Packers, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam is is on the air for you. We got ABC News coming up, a local news update all on ninety-five three WBEV.
1: My dentist cares about me.
0: Hi, this is Dr. Adam Forster at Columbus.